0: Welcome to episode number 304 of Sleep Whispers. Tonight, you'll hear a special storytime episode featuring part two of Winnie the Pooh. I'm Harris, and I hope this podcast helps to tranquilize those restless squirrels in your brain so you can relax and fall asleep. If you would like to try free access to over 400 more of my sleep-inducing episodes, then just use the link in the episode notes or visit silkpodcasts.com. You'll also see links to Friendly headphones and to my newest podcast, Calm History. So, tonight's story is part two of my whispered adaptation of Winnie the Pooh by A.A. Milne. The first part of tonight's episode begins with Pooh visiting rabbit. Now Pooh being typical Pooh eats too much and then has trouble leaving rabbits home. The second part of tonight's story involves Piglet and Pooh tracking a woozle. What exactly Is a woozle, you ask? Well, you'll find out if and when Pooh and Piglet capture one. A special note for Silk members. In the near future, I'm going to stitch together multiple episodes and create... To our mega story bonus episodes of Winnie the Pooh. So stay tuned for those goodies. I hope tonight's story distracts your squirrels, calms your mind, and helps you to fall asleep. Now you may be wondering is there anything you could do before listening to my whispers that would help you to fall asleep? And the answer is yes. Wear Sleep glasses, the sponsor of this episode. You simply put these glasses on for one to two hours before crawling into bed. All sleep glasses will then block those specific wavelengths of light that disrupt melatonin. Now, you will have two things helping you to sleep. My whispers and optimal melatonin. You can even get sleep glasses with or without prescription lenses, just go to oculusleep.com and you'll get $40 off and free shipping with my special code, SILK, for your convenience. I've put that link and my special discount code in the episode notes for you. All right. Time for tonight's Curious Tale. Tonight's story is Winnie the Pooh by A.A. A. Meln. This is part two. Stuck in a Hole and Tracking Winnie the Pooh, or Pooh for short, was walking through the forest one day, humming proudly to himself. He had made up a little hum that very morning as he was doing his stoutness exercises in front of the mirror. Tra-la-la. Tra-la-la, he said, as he stretched his arms as high as they could go. And then, tra-la-la, tra la oh, oh, help, he cried, as he tried to reach his toes. After breakfast, he had said it over and over to himself, until... He had learned it by heart. Now he was humming it right through. It went like this. Tra-la-la, 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 rum tum this to himself and walking along with great happiness. He was wondering what everybody else was doing and what it felt like being somebody else. Suddenly, he came to a sandy bank and in the bank, was a large hole," aha," said Pooh, while continuing to hum, "rum dum tiddle um dum." If I know anything about anything, that hole means rabbit," he said. listening to me humming, and such like, Rum-tum-tum, de Lum So he bent down, put his head into the hole, and called out, Is anybody at home? There was a sudden scuffling noise from inside the hole, And then silence. What I said was, Is anybody at home? Called out Pooh very loudly. No, said a voice. And then it added, You needn't shout so loud. I heard you quite well the first time. Oh, bother, said Pooh. Isn't there anybody here at all? Nope, nobody. Winnie the Pooh took his head out of the hole, and he thought to himself, There must be somebody there, because somebody is must have said, nobody. So he put his head back into the hole and he said, Hello, Rabbit. Isn't that you? No, said Rabbit, in a different sort of voice this time. But isn't that Rabbit's voice. I don't think so, said Rabbit. It isn't meant to be me. Oh, said Pooh. He took his head out of the hole again and had another think. And then he put his head back in the hole and said, Well, Could you very kindly tell me where Rabbit is? He has gone to see his friend, Pooh Bear, who is a great friend of his. But this is me, said Pooh, very much surprised. What sort of me, said Rabbit, Pooh Bear. Are you sure? said Rabbit, still more surprised. Oh, well, yes, I am quite, quite sure it is me, said Boo. Well, okay, yes, yes, then, do come in, said Rabbit. So Boo pushed, and pushed, and pushed his way through the hole, and at last he got in. You are quite right, said Rabbit, looking at him all over. It is you, and I am glad to see you. Who did you think it was? Wondered Pooh. Well, I, Simply wasn't sure. You know how it is in the forest. One just can't have anybody coming into one's house. One has to be careful. What about a mouthful of something? asked Rabbit. Pooh always liked a little something at eleven o'clock in the morning. He was very glad to see Rabbit getting out the plates and getting out the mugs. Rabbit then asked, Would you like honey or condensed milk with your bread? Pooh was so excited that he said, Both. But then, not to seem greedy, He added, But don't bother about the bread, please. For a long time after that, Pooh said nothing. At last, humming to himself in a rather sticky voice, he got up, shook Rabbit lovingly by the paw, "'and said that he must be going on. "'Must you?' said Rabbit politely. "'Well,' said Pooh, "'I could stay a little bit longer "'if you.' Pooh looked in the direction of the cabinet that had the food. "'As a matter of fact,' said Rabbit, I was going on myself directly. Oh, well, then I'll be going on. Goodbye, said Pooh. Well, goodbye, said Rabbit, if you're sure you won't have any more. Oh, oh. Is there more? asked Pooh. Hopefully. Rabbit took the covers off the dishes and said, Nope, there isn't. Uh, I thought not, said Pooh, nodding to himself. Well then, goodbye. I must be going on. Pooh started to climb out of the hole. He pulled with his front paws, and he pushed with his back paws. In a little while, his nose was out of the hole, and then his ears were out of the hole, and then his front paws were out of the hole. I shall have to go forward. <gasps> oh, help! Oh, bother! I can't do either. I'm stuck, said Pooh. Now by this time, Rabbit wanted to go for a walk also, but he found the front door blocked by Pooh. Rabbit went out the back door and came around to Pooh and looked at him. Hello there, Pooh. Are you stuck? he asked. No, not really, said Pooh carelessly. I'm just resting. Myself. Here, give me a paw," said Rabbit. Pooh Bear stretched out a paw, and Rabbit pulled, and pulled, and pulled. Oh, ow! Cried Pooh. That's hurting a little bit. The fact is," said Rabbit, "you." Are stuck. Well, said Pooh crossly, it all comes from not having front doors big enough. I don't think so, replied Rabbit sternly. It all comes from eating too much. I didn't want to say anything at the time. "'Rabbit continued, "'That one of us was eating too much, "'and I know it wasn't me.' "'Rabbit stared at Pooh. "'Well, well, I guess I shall go and fetch Christopher Robin.' "'Christopher Robin lived at the other end of the forest.' so Boo had more time to enjoy his humming. In a little bit, Christopher Robin came back with Rabbit and saw the front half of Boo stuck in the hole. He said, Silly old bear, in such a loving voice that everybody felt quite hopeful again. I was just beginning to think, said Pooh, sniffing slightly, that Rabbit might never be able to use his front door again, and I should not like that, he said. Neither would I, said Rabbit. Use his front door again, said Christopher Robin Of course he'll use his front door again. Good, said Rabbit. Oh, yes. That is good, said Pooh. Christopher Robin assessed the situation and said, If we can't pull you out, Pooh, then maybe we should just push you back in. It, scratched his whiskers thoughtfully, then said, If we push him back in, then he will just be stuck inside my home, perhaps forever. Boo furrowed his brow. You mean, I'd never get out, said Boo. I mean, said Rabbit, that it really doesn't solve the problem of getting you out of my home. Rabbit continued. You are already partially out. Maybe we shouldn't waste our progress. Christopher Robin nodded in agreement. Then there's only one thing to be done declared Christopher Robin. We shall have to wait for you to get thin again. Pooh looked quite anxious. How long does getting thin take? he asked. About a week, I should think, said Christopher Robin. But I can't stay here for a week, pouted Pooh. You can stay here easy enough, silly old bear. It's getting you out, which is so difficult. Rabbit tried to cheer Pooh up. Don't worry, we'll read to you. And I hope it won't snow. "'Rabbit added, "'I do say, though, old fellow, "'you're taking up a good deal of room in my house. "'Do you mind if I use your back legs "'to hold some towels? "'Because, after all, "'your legs aren't really doing anything, "'and it would be very convenient.' if I could just hang some towels on them. Pooh was still looking quite gloomy. A week, he said. What about meals? I'm afraid no meals, said Christopher Robin. You need to get thin more quickly. But like Rabbit said, we will read to you. began to sigh, and then he found he couldn't because he was so tightly stuck. A little tear rolled down his eye as he said, Then would you read a sustaining book? Something like that would help and comfort a wedged bear in great tightness. So for a week, Christopher Robin did read that sort of book to the north end of Pooh. And at the south end of Pooh, Rabbit hung his washing. Over time, Pooh felt himself getting thinner and thinner. At the end of the week, Christopher Robin said, Now is the time to unstick this bear." Christopher Robin took hold of Pooh's front paws. Rabbit took hold of Christopher Robin. And all of Rabbit's friends and relations took hold of Rabbit. They all pulled together, and for a long time, Pooh only said, ow, and oh. Finally, there was a pop sound, just as if a cork were coming out of a bottle. Christopher Robin, Rabbit, and all of Rabbit's friends and relations went head over heels backwards, and on top of them came Winnie the Pooh. He was finally free from the hole. With a nod of thanks to his friends, Pooh went on with his walk through the forest, humming proudly to himself. Christopher Robin looked after him lovingly as he walked away and said to himself, silly old bear. It is now time for you to meet another friend of Boo, Piglet. Piglet lived in a very grand house in the middle of a beech tree. The beech tree was in the middle of the forest and Piglet lived in the middle of the house. Next to his house was a piece of broken board which had Trespassers W. written on it. Christopher Robin asked Piglet what it meant. Piglet said it was his grandfather's name and had been in the family for a long time. Christopher Robin said you couldn't be called Trespassers W. Picklet said yes you could, because his grandfather was called that. It was short for Trespassers Will, which was short for Trespassers William. His grandfather had had two names in case he lost one. Trespassers after an uncle and William after trespassers. I guess I've got two names said Christopher Robin, thinking about his first and last name. Well, there you are. That proves it, said Piglet. One fine winter's day, when Piglet was brushing away the snow in front of his house, he happened to look up. There was Winnie the Pooh, walking round and round in a circle. Pooh was thinking of something very deeply, and when Piglet called to him, he just went on walking. "'Hello,' said Piglet. "'What are you doing?' said Pooh. Hunting what? asked Piglet. Actually, I'm tracking something, said Winnie the Pooh very mysteriously. Tracking what? said Piglet. Coming closer, That's just what I ask myself. I ask myself, What am I tracking? said Pooh. What do you think you'll answer? said Piglet. I shall have to wait until I catch up with it, said Winnie the Pooh. Now look there. Pooh pointed to the ground in front of him. What do you see right there? Tracks, said Piglet. Paw marks. Piglet gave out a little squeak of excitement. Just be, said Pooh. Sometimes it is, and sometimes it isn't. You just never can tell with paw marks. With those few words, Pooh went right on tracking. Piglet, after watching him for a minute or two, ran after him. Winnie-the-Pooh had come to a sudden stop and was bending over the tracks in a puzzled sort of way. What's the matter? asked Piglet. It's a very funny thing, said Pooh, but there seem to be two animals now. This whatever it is, has been joined by another whatever it is. The two of them are now proceeding in company. Piglet, would you mind coming with me in case they turn out to be hostile animals? Piglet scratched his ear in a nice sort of way. Piglet said that he had nothing to do until Friday and would be delighted to come in case it really was a woozle. You mean, said Winnie the Pooh, in case it really is two woozles. Piglet said that, anyhow, he had nothing to do until Friday, so off they went together. There was a small area of trees just here, and it seemed as if the two woozles, if that is what they were, had been going around these trees. So Pooh and Piglet also went around these trees, and followed the tracks. Piglet passed the time by telling Pooh what his grandfather, Trespasser's W., had done to remove stiffness after tracking. His grandfather had suffered from shortness of breath and other matters of interest in his later years. Pooh wondered what a grandfather was and if perhaps they were following the tracks of two grandfathers. Pooh also wondered if he would be able to take a grandfather home and keep it. If they did find some, Pooh may have to ask Christopher Robin to see what he would say about keeping a grandfather. Pooh and Piglet continued to follow the tracks in front of them. This is where all Winnie the Pooh. Stay tuned for part three in an upcoming episode where Pooh and Piglet will continue their hunt for woozles. If you'd like to listen to many more storytime episodes right now, Then peek in the episode notes or visit silkpodcasts.com. Or perhaps you are now ready to fall deeply asleep. If so, good night, sleep well.